If you are looking for more beer podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Kathy. And we are Women Drinking Beer. We drink beer, review them, and tell you about them so you can approach a beer list with confidence. As part of the Hopped Up Network, we cover the Twin Cities beer scene along with other favorites as well as interviews with women in the beer industry. We upload weekly to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. We can be found drinking beer daily on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Women Drinking Beer and look for the kiss mark on the bottle cap. So if you enjoy beer or nerdy gals or both, we encourage you to taste along with us and come have a beer with us. Come have a beer with us. Men should act like men, and light beer should taste like beer. Uh, Light beer, please. Sure. Do you care how it tastes? Nah, I don't care how it tastes. Okay, well... When you start caring, put down your purse and I'll give you a Miller Lite. Continuing. I don't care, I just got one of these. Well, that's the second unmanly thing you've done today. <laughs> Whoa, that's not a Miller Lite. Oh, light beer is light beer. Um, no, Miller Lite has more taste. I'll strike two. One more, I'm taking your man card. Happy Brews Day Tuesday, everybody. I'm Ashley Powers. And I'm Caroline King. And you're listening to Bitch Beer. What we want to do here at Bitch Beer is shine a light on the women who brew, market, distribute, serve, and love beer in the hopes that their stories will inspire the women and men who haven't taken the plunge. Craft beer doesn't have to be scary. Very rarely will you come across a gatekeeping hipster who asks questions like a troll who quizzes your nerd knowledge once he sees you in a Star Wars shirt. But why isn't it more openly female-friendly? Craft beer ads are rife with burly men lugging 50-pound bags of hops, and women make cameos as eye candy. To those on the outside, especially women, it can feel like a boys' club where no level of disguise will get us in. We hope by the end of this season you feel not only welcome, but unabashedly unafraid to drink craft. On this episode, we had the pleasure of sitting down with four ladies who do communications and social media managing for four Georgia breweries. Quick disclaimer, this episode is pretty noisy compared to our usual. We always say we want these episodes to feel like you're sitting right there with us, so consider this exactly that, just with ambiance. We had this roundtable discussion because we think these roles often get overlooked, which is unfortunate because their job never ends, which you'll hear them elaborate on. While you're scrolling through your feed, you see your favorite breweries posting well-lit shots of their beers, but I'm sure not everybody thinks about the person behind it. The person who took that time to take the picture meticulously captured it in a way to capture your attention with the appropriate hashtags to keep fans and newcomers alike intrigued. These people don't often get a chance to speak as themselves about what they do. And thanks to Claire Nicholas from Red Hair, we were able to sit down with her and Jessica Miller from Reformation Brewery, Heather Lehman from Gate City Brewing Company, and a little later, Jessica Wasson from Printer's Ale Manufacturing Company. Enjoy! We are here at Red Hair with some of the uh, PR and social media managers of a couple breweries in the area. And thank you to Claire from Red Hair for setting this up for us. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) So if we want to go around the table and everybody introduce themselves, uh, what brewery they work for, and what is your favorite beer, either and, from your brewery or just overall? You can go ahead. Okay. Uh, Hello, my name is Claire Nicholas and I work at Red Hair Brewing Company. I'm the communications coordinator. They also call me the Claire Medicator. Nice. Lovely. My favorite Red Hair beer is our Soft J IPA because it's hazy and delicious. And my favorite beer of all time is the Chouf Houblon, the hopped Chouf. Ooh, 
delicious. Fancy. Nice. But it's in Belgium, so it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy. I'm uh, Jessica Miller, and I work for a Reformation Brewery. I'm the communications director there. And um, my favorite beer from Reformation is kind of dependent on the day or the season or <laughs> how tired I am. <laughs> About a declaration is one of my all-time favorites. Her imperial stout. Um, as far as beers overall, I love Cantillon. Cantillon? Cantillon? Yeah. I don't know how to say that. Yeah. The goose. They do. That's one of my favorite styles. Is the, awesome. the old blended lambics. Because mm. I'm nice. more of a wine. I started more more as a wine person. Oh, cool. Nice. That, that style kind of has some of those flavor profiles for me. Cool. Um, I'm Heather Lighten. I'm from Gate City Brewing. I'm the general manager there, and I think my favorite beer would be Old Deuce. It's a triple juicy IPA. It's high in ABV, which is really on my kind of boat. Nice. <laughs> So, um, that's awesome. awesome. So do you guys want to talk about what got you where you are, either through your skills or through your love of craft beer? Me? Um, so I've worked in the restaurant industry since I was 14. Nice. Um, and I went to KSU, graduated there with a degree in communications. And I've sort of worked for a lot of different companies here in Marietta. And just recently switched over to Gate City and sort of kind of fell into that role of doing social media for them as well as managing cool uh, i started in beer kind of out of boredom i i was a stay-at-home mom after being a teacher for a couple of years i um my background's in english and literature and creative writing it's not in any of the things i do now um so you communicate yeah yeah it's storytelling i mean it's all pretty much the same <laughs> beer stories uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much the short the short end of it. Um, I did uh, have a beer blog for a little while, and um, that's where I learned a lot of the the skills that I use in my current job, like photography and social media. Awesome. Um, I've been working in the restaurant industry since I was fifteen, uh, and I love working in food and everything. But I got my degree in sociology, and I was actually working for the government for a while, and then one day. Roger, the, uh, the managing partner of Red Hair, calls me up and he's like, we need someone. We need someone like you. You want to come work for us? And I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> of course I want to leave my job at the government and come work for a local beer company. That sounds awesome. So here I am. Very cool. So um, when kind of like doing the, um, at these breweries, doing the social media, because, um, you know, beer and breweries, they have like a certain target following. Um, how do you kind of like branch out from what like the typical beer drinker is to bring in like new audiences? Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, like, there's um, it's a kind of a, a complicated question you just asked. A typical beer I drinker. Ask <laughs> that one out. Well, I think it's That's a valid question. No, it's yeah. just it's just a lot to unpack in it. Totally. Um, I mean, I think for us one way that we sort of address that how do you how do you sort of target craft beer at someone who's not necessarily into craft beer well you come up with a variety of different types of beers so at red hair we like to make approachable cooler craft beer so mm -hmm. the kind of beer that you can take to the hooch you know go shooting with set a hole if that wrong um <laughs> and uh and we also have a beer 
I, I think personally we have a beer for just about every country. So if you have someone who's kind of born to the like the fruity drinks and all that stuff, well, the SPF 50/50 or the tangerine is probably really good for you. If you're more of like I really like my IPAs, we have three different types of IPAs on tap. We have Misfits, we have the Gangway and the Soft J, uh, and then we have a craft like Lager for the folks who are more into like lighter lagers, crushable type beer. So I think in a way we've made it so that we're taking our beer and making it appealing to different types of markets as opposed to um, the other way around. Right. I think another thing that all of us do really well um, is creating experiences that people want to have regardless of what beer they have in their hand. And so it's more about the moment. Um, and that emphasis, I think, it's kind of across most breweries, especially in the South. For sure. You know, it's a meeting place. It's kind of like you're, you're out of church or post-church or pre-church. However it fits into your life. It could be your church, you know, uh, moment. It's like you're going to hang out with your friends and have a memorable, you know, experience. And the beer's just part of that. It's the connecting point. Yeah. That's awesome. I agree. Sure. So this may seem like a super obvious question, but for you guys, like, how important and how, like, finger on the pulse do you guys have to be with social media and making sure that you're bringing in new people as well as keeping something steady for the people who already love you? You have to keep it interesting. That's for sure. And I find that to be the most difficult part because after a while, you, you feel like you're posting the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again. Um, so that's definitely the most difficult part. And you, like you said, bringing in and making it an experience. So you want the person to actually experience what's going on in the brewery, in your tap room, not necessarily just with that beer in their hand. And I find that the most difficult is keeping it interesting. Because after a while, yeah. you're like, can I do this side of the building? Or no, wait, I should have that. <laughs> not really sure where I should go. <laughs> Every time something new gets hung up in the brewery, you're like getting a picture of yes. that immediately. Every <laughs> angle that you possibly get, and then you, you hold it in your arsenal because you might be on vacation or yes. somewhere else, and you're like, okay, I've got to post something. I feel yeah. bad. Um, what do I have here? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the reality is, is that we're all part of a community. Like, we're not, we don't live in isolation. And so telling those stories of what's happening, the people that come in and out of your space keeps it fresh. Um, there's always other people who have a story to tell about their moment with your brand and so that's one way that I think we all kind of tap into mm-hmm. is just having other people's stories part of your narrative keeps it different yeah. different eyes yeah and uh, we use a lot of scheduling tools I, I use a lot of scheduling tools on my end when I do want to take a vacation yeah. then I don't have to worry about what's coming next I, I know <laughs> and I have someone dedicated to watch you know those channels for me although that's that's recent. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, the scheduling tools is really helpful. Just like, just schedule posts on Facebook because I'm still on social media during the weekend. Like, it doesn't stop. But yeah. it is nice to know that at least I don't have to be there at 9.30 in the morning sure. on Saturday making sure that, that that major post needs to go out schedule. I think it's kind of great, though, to have sort of like your little arsenal of things too mm-hmm. so that if you aren't there at 9 30 right. hey oops i woke up late let me right. just you know post something really quick because mm-hmm. i have it absolutely already. Yeah. yeah 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 i agree in that same vein like does it ever get exhausting are you ever like i i with the scheduling tools or you know i would like to step away and not look at my phone and go outside and not be constantly worried about 
the, the response and the reaction to Absolutely, things. yeah. I mean, I just took a, a real, like a true vacation from my phone uh, recently for the first time in like three years. Wow. I, nice. like, I literally <laughs> didn't look at my phone for report. I mean, I picked it up and I had the impulse <laughs> to check it, but then I realized I wasn't logged into any of my, it was weird experience because I have not done that <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Uh, but it definitely is exhausting, and like you realize how much you miss actually in your real in your real life when you're yeah. tapped into your virtual life. Totally. I used to be a social worker, and one of the things that I learned early on is that the world is going to keep turning, even if yeah, like, it's that okay if you don't doesn't so get in, or like you have that one client who's like, "That's clear, but I think they get in." And you're like, "Okay, we'll take care of it in the morning," because right now, like. The offices are closed and it's nine at night there's nothing i can do for you and so you you kind of learn that the world will keep turning and it's hard to keep those boundaries up and it's yeah, very worse hard. it's getting worse from the from the consumer side like the expectation yeah. of availability is there mm-hmm. like constant and even on email like i have one person just constantly emailing me like in a 48 hour periods and three emails like dude I I got it I'm just choosing not to respond to you right now yeah I actually have a life outside of this yeah I mean I can pick my daughter up from camp or school or whatever and I still have to cook dinner and at the same time you're you're looking at your phone oh my gosh I have to comment or I have to like that comment or I have to say something back and yeah that's definitely like people message you on Facebook messenger that's one of the most stressful things for me because it just pops up on my phone like you have a thing from facebook messaging you feel obligated to answer immediately no i'm not gonna respond right now especially if it's like friday night or saturday night and i'm out and i've had a couple of years that's when i'm most tempted to answer i turn on a there's an auto responder you can turn on after a certain hour we have ours turned on so after a certain hour if someone was messages us directly on Facebook, it just says, we're not here right now, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. You're going to have to talk Yeah, that's great. Right. It's <laughs> nice. But I need to use that. It's really easy, yeah. and you can yeah. make it say whatever you want. You can put a link. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that's the difference is like, the people that work on the brewing side of it, when they leave here, it doesn't go home with them. Whereas you have a pocket computer that also has your own personal things in it, on top of the fact that the, all the brewery things, that it's... I think that's something a lot of people don't respect and realize that yeah. you have you physically are bringing your work home with right you. all the time. It's twenty four seven. I feel like mm-hmm. yeah. You wake up in the middle of the night because you can't sleep. You're like, okay, I guess I'll check my phone, and then you yep. you're like, oh man, I got to respond to that. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you've been up for two more hours and you didn't go back to sleep. Or at least that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel that. <laughs> yep. It's like all in your voice too. Like I, that was a, kind of a challenge for me was. I am Claire and I do red hair stuff, but how do I present red hair in like our voice yes. versus my, my voice? Oh, hey, 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 welcome! Hey. Make yourself comfortable. How's it going? I'm here. Yay! Yay. We always love like that. <laughs> we just had a new arrival. We're so excited. Hey! Yay. 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 Jessica! Jessica! Hi, Jessica! Hey, nice Mother you. And then, but toward the end, you can't read. Yeah. Like, I screenshotted on my computer, so yeah, you can't really read anything. So I stopped at a gas station and got further directions, and I'm here, yes. so thank you guys. Oh, so Congratulations for living today with yes. that too. We were just talking about how, like, we're trying not to be attached to our cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> 
Have you anyone listened to the Burt Show? The what? The Burt Show? No, I haven't. They've been talking about that a lot this week. Um, where Burt, I guess, just recently went on vacation and he completely turned off his phone. Um, and they were talking about how Simon Powell, he has been 10 months without his phone. Oh. And how that's why he's so much more relaxed now. And they're just but also he has people who can take care yeah. of the stuff for him. That's true. That we can do. Right. Um, but they were definitely talking about how they, they've been doing vacations without their phone. And how it's, that's almost kind of stressful. But relaxing in the same way. Yeah. It's not yeah. the best. It's not the most ideal. No. Like being on your phone. Would you like to introduce the podcast to who you are and what you do? Sure. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey. My name's Jessica Wasson. Um, I am actually the graphic designer, and I do the social media stuff for Printer's Ale Manufacturing Company. Nice. And then I'm also the graphic designer for Printed Specialties, which is the print side of the whole spiel. So nice. we're, we're awesome. printmakers and we're also beer makers, and I'm kind of the hybrid between the two. Awesome. Right, so cool. I don't know how to brew beer, but I know how to drink it and taste it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then those guys don't necessarily know how to print make, but I know how to do that and, and design it. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. What's your favorite, um, so what's your favorite beer that you guys make, and then your favorite beer um, outside of that? My favorite beer right now, well, I really like our Goza series. Like Ooh. it's pretty good. I would have brought some, but we just we just ran out and released the new one. So um, and then I've been digging on our magenta, which is an amber ale. I really really into that. So um, I brought some for y'all. And then outside of here, um, what do I drink? You know. Any goza from anyone really at this point. Nice. Yeah, really into the sours right now. It's a good season yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. So I'll trade off between like kombucha and then like beer. Heck yeah. I'm trying to get that that uh, fix. Nice. So. so so can you go into more depth about how you are the middle person at sure. your brewery print yeah. place? Yeah, yeah. So I was hired um, as a graphic designer for both companies. For the print side, which we make boxes for pretty much anything. Um, our big clients right now are um, Windows. Don't know if you ever heard of Microsoft Windows before. Uh, so there are Windows. Yeah. <laughs> Windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first thought to yeah. Windows. Um, we do those and then like Call of Duty and gamer boxes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And so what happens is they'll give me a task. I'll do designs for it. and pull that stuff and it gets printed and then when I'm over at the brewery they give me all the stuff they want done any graphics or any ideas that I have and not only do I design them but I turn them into something tangible so that's how I'm the hybrid that's yeah. awesome yeah. that's so cool I know some of the terms for you know printing so it helps translate to beer and I go to the sensories for the brewery side so I understand what I'm talking about and then we just try and incorporate the two. <laughs> so that's how I'm a hybrid. Nice. I to, yeah, I get to use really nice equipment on one end and bring it over to really nice beer. And that's, I really can't argue with that. It's kind of like the dream job, really. That's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. So right before you got here, we were just talking about how the difference with the rest of the people who work on like the brewing side of it, when they leave here, they get to leave their work here. But you guys take your work home with you and like is that difficult for you I don't think so for me it's not because I become so engrossed in anything I'm happy doing 
and just get very lost in it. So it's not a chore for me at this point to check on notifications or make sure I'm tagging people, um, liking things, looking up every hashtag under the sun to see what some random person may have hashtagged. And that's kind of fun, you know? Um, so it's not like a burden and I don't, any job I've ever been in, I've never really been able to like just turn it off. I don't have that in me. Yeah. Um, I've always I've worked with a lot of people that can turn it off right at five and live their best life. My best life is always so. <laughs> you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Work or not, it feels like play, so mm, might as well enjoy it while I can. That's, yeah. that's awesome to hear. What are some? Um, it's because social media. I just feel like there's so much power with social media, especially at a brewery or with smaller businesses. What are some advantages uh, that social media has brought to you guys at your breweries? It's definitely introduced a lot of other people who are smaller companies around us to come to us nice. and say, "Hey, we'd like to partner with you," or "We have this great idea." And obviously, being a smaller business, we want to embrace those people and say, hey, we want to give you a chance, too, because somebody gave us a chance at some point. So, yeah. I love that. We've gotten some really great, uh, you know, leads or, you know, through retail or just, you know, creative connections, mm -hmm. relationship building, that kind of thing, but also just because we're so small still in a pretty crowded and ever-increasingly crowded market yes. that, it, that the consumer who is, you know, already online, that's most of our lives these days, is the, that's really the only way you can reach them anyway. I mean, to get someone to come out to wherever we happen to be is very difficult. And so effectively reaching whoever it is that you're trying to tell your story to is a really powerful thing for social media. We've reached so many more people than we ever thought we could just in the last four years. And on top of that, uh, to the point of being a small business, social media is very, a very, very cost-effective way. Mm -hmm. of getting your stuff across. Like, yep. there's no way that for the amount, I guess, that we pay, quote-unquote, to, to put our stuff up on Instagram and, and uh, Facebook, there's no way that I could reach that many people right. for that low of cost. Mm -hmm. yep. Well, and to your target Every demographic, day. too. Right. You're able to yeah. go in and say, I want yeah. these specific exactly people. what I want. Yeah, and it's yeah. new people. So it's it's just so cost effective and it's pretty helpful. And Facebook is a little confusing. Yeah, it's, it's uh, just user interface is terrible. <laughs> honestly, oh God, it's, it's almost like someone who didn't know what they were doing did it. <laughs> you guys are you make a lot enough money. You can hire a genius to. Fix the user, user interface. Have you ever bigger. jumped on a call with the Facebook ads? Oh my no. gosh! No. Thank you. They know. I have. You can get them on oh the phone. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> thank you. But do thank you. you? Do you Ooh. want to get on the phone? Oh <laughs> that man. Is the question. Well, our the bane of our existence is is constantly getting flagged because of the name of our podcast. Uh, yeah. Because, Every single time. Because there's so many yeah. trolls out there who do want to like use hateful words and hateful language, and it's like. First of all, you can say bitch on TV. Yeah. Um, and second of all, like, instead of having a robot that just sees a word and flags something, like, think it over. Like, yeah. and then, and I then. I really think of that as an issue. That's wild. Yeah. Every single time. And it's, it'll, like, especially for time-sensitive posts, like, if we have a contest or something, I'll oh, boost yeah. it or, like, sponsor it. 
put it through and then like the next day they're like oh this wasn't approved and i i have to email them i'm like this is the name of our podcast yeah. it's so the fifth time we've told you this like at least mark it somewhere in your database Jeez. like anybody <laughs> i had a problem where my scheduled posts and events weren't showing i would write them up and then they would just disappear. I don't trust any of that. I'm like a 90-year-old woman. I don't trust her scheduling. Everything was fresh. It was working. It was working for me. But then it stopped working. And so I had someone from Facebook ads contact me. They were like, hey, we'd like to talk to you about Facebook ads. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's great. Go ahead and give me a call. And then when I was on the phone with her, I said, by the way, if you could just direct me to someone who can help me with this thing because now I'm actually a paying customer of Facebook. So yeah. I need y'all to get your shit together. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay, I'll put in a ticket at our no. tech yes. help. Yeah. And I was like, goodbye, problem. Yeah. yeah. Never see you this again. will never be fixed or addressed yeah. by it, a human. And it was never fixed, again. but now it works. So I'm like, oh. yeah, so is it worth it? Like, I mean, obviously it is because we still keep doing it. Yeah. But at the same time, there's nothing else. Like, yeah. Adobe, Photoshop, and Illustrate, and InDesign, all those things. Yeah. You have to use those programs. Yeah. yeah. Or else you're like, not with it. Yeah. So I think the same problem is with Facebook. We did really reassess hard, though, on Facebook, especially after, you know, all the shit that went oh, down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and we took a step back and we were like, you know, maybe we want to reinvest in a different platform as our main. Oh, yeah? Communication. Yeah. So we. We've stepped back from Facebook a little bit. I think that's cool. I like yeah. I like that a lot. Um, we got off Twitter for that too. I, yeah, yeah, we don't Twitter even have Twitter really for us. Yeah. Honestly. I just turned our Instagram into a business page, so now yeah. I'm seeing a whole world of Yeah, it's analytics. totally different. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And the stats are super helpful. They're very, they are very helpful. The times, I mean, yeah. it's like you go and look at different posts and say, oh, well, that one did really well. What was it about that one that exactly. did so well compared to that one, right? Yeah. It's very nice. And then Instagram is so, mm -hmm. it's just so simple. You it just is. post a picture, Agreed. put a caption, you can put an ad, there's not like all this noise on it. But it's so frustrating because Instagram is owned by Facebook. Why can't like Facebook <laughs> like take some, like just take some, uh, yeah, it's not nearly. Level up. Yeah. And well, we get so They're much trying. more interaction on Instagram than we do Facebook. Do you yeah. think that's because, from what I noticed when I was working in the restaurant industry, is that sort of the older generation is using Facebook yes. and that younger generation is using Instagram. So you are getting, they're more excited. Yeah. yeah. And then most of the older generation is just going to Facebook to look at events or comment on comments. Like, what am I planning yeah. for my weekend? Yeah. Right. See their, really grandkids see their grandkids' pictures. See their grandkids' pictures. Yeah. But then you go to Instagram and they're really trending and seeing what's going on. And Absolutely. So I feel like that's a thing too of when you do take your pictures, you have to make sure that you're going to catch that person's attention. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you have to become a photographer at the same time, too. Yep. Yes, yeah. Which is a little bit more difficult. <laughs> I got a camera for that reason. Yes, yeah. I do. And I feel like so <laughs> redundant, but I like the over Memorial Day weekend, for four days straight, I think I posted a picture of SPF, either the tangerine or the regular. Mm -hmm. And they did really well. And I'm like, is this really? Like, People just really want to see pictures of that can. Yeah, yeah they, they do. want pictures. They do. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. it. Like, here's this PF in the water. Here's this PF on a on a <laughs> on a boat on a yeah. boat yeah. in the ocean yeah. on a on a chair. <laughs> it has its own life. It's yeah, its it own does. Person. It yes. does, and it does so well. I'm like, just give them what they want. <laughs> it's like the flat Stanley of beer. They're probably no moms. We're about to change your life with this news. 
Finding a babysitter has never been easier with Atlanta's fastest growing babysitting company called YouSit. YouSit is Atlanta's on-demand babysitting app that connects pre-vetted and background-checked college students to moms in need of sitters. If you need a date night sitter, consistent sitter, or have a last-minute need, YouSit has got you covered with an exclusive offer only for Bitch Beer listeners. By sending the code hashtag BitchBeer to admin at usit.care, you will get your first hour of babysitting for free. Download the app on the Apple Store or Google Play and learn more about YouSit on their website at www.usit.care. You were talking about how it's an ever-increasing, ever-swamped uh, market. What do you guys do to sort of set yourself aside and sort of like go above all of the noise? Humor? Yeah. I think is key. That's a big one. It's so key. Um, all the brewers I know that we brew with, uh, they, they're all hysterical. I'm always going upstairs and saying, oh my gosh, let's get that on video. Or let me get that, a picture of that. Let me post that because everyone else would really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So humor, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. I think they're looking for humor and like mm-hmm. something that's smart. Yes. Because craft beer Witty. drinkers yes. are yes. smart people. Mm-hmm. They know they know what they're getting themselves into usually. Yes. You better know what you're saying, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. They'll <laughs> slam you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're not stupid. No. I think also just having a clear idea of what your identity is as a brewery mm-hmm. and telling that story of who you are mm-hmm. and what makes you you kind of puts you out there as an individual. Yeah. I feel like that's what Printer's Ale is doing right now. We just celebrated our one year anniversary. Congrats. So, Happy birthday. Hey. <laughs> What's up? Um, and, and yeah, it's telling our story, like who we are. We're just kind of this brewery in West Georgia, and yeah, just slowly feeding people pieces of our story and hoping that they connect the dots over a series of time or whatever. So yeah, telling the story's a big deal. It's great. What is the coolest or most fun thing that has happened, either because of or on the job? <laughs> like I don't know if there's, there's so just much. One. Then yeah. pick, pick pick one. Recently, one of the most fun things that we did is we partnered with Chateau Juan um, out in Hall County uh, for a beer dinner, and Ooh. I got to go because the first year I didn't get to go because it's like that hazing period. But now they're like, all right, you've been here a year, so we'll let you go. Nice. <laughs> and uh, and the chef had prepared this four-course meal, and it was amazing, and our beer was paired with it, and then we got to stay the night there. Nice. What? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, they put us up in, like, these sweets and stuff. And that was just awesome. That's so, so cool. Yeah. I uh, That was definitely a lot of fun. It was a beautiful day, and I got a lot of beautiful pictures, so it was great. Did your husband get to go with you? My husband did get to go with That me. is That's the best. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he sure did. And he was like, I don't have to drive tonight. <laughs> I'm still working. Like, <laughs> just remember, we have an image. <laughs> yeah, keeping the images. Keeping the image. Keeping the image <laughs> and having a good time. Yeah. At beer yeah. fest, I bring shirts. I'm like, okay, Crazy Claire's coming out. We're going to switch shirts. I work for Budweiser. Off the clock, take, instead of like punching out, you change my shirt. Love <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it. Oh man. I think for us at Gate City, it's been doing a live in Roswell. 
So every third Thursday of the month, the whole city, you know, Canton Street shuts down and we have all of our tents with over here and just seeing the whole community come together. That's honestly been very exciting to be able to partner with the city like that. And really sort of become just the staple of the entire community. That's been really awesome. You guys are in great location. Oh, it's an awesome location. Yeah, yeah, it's really. I was there a couple a couple months ago. It's awesome. Yes. Um, my most fun moments are honestly really simple ones, like where I get to stage food and take pictures of beer. Um, and I don't do that very often. I should probably prioritize it more just because it is so rewarding and fun. And I feel so selfish when I do it, but it's like, <laughs> I can justify it because it's my job. I'm like, I'm going to make a beer caramel and put it on some ice cream. That, that was my work today. <laughs> you know? I know. I mean, yeah, it was totally fun. Uh, so selfishly, that, that's one of them. And then my one of the top moments for sure was on September 1st last year when I got to be one of the people at our brewery to pour that first legal purchased client uh, yeah. cool. and to be on the industry side of it which I worked so hard to get into was just a really rewarding moment that was pretty awesome that's really cool we, we had a potluck that I'm proud of um, <laughs> that's awesome I mean we, we had a really awesome anniversary party and that's great but when you do something like a potluck oh, for so like St. Patty's Day <laughs> it's your first time you don't know what to expect and so you're like okay well Maybe we should all bring something so we'll have an empty table. But but then Dylan, our taproom manager, was like, oh, Jessica, I think we need another table. Like, so it warmed all of our hearts a great deal to see people bring in their favorite food and yeah, some really good food too. So that's the highlight of mine. I know. That's awesome. Tiny, but it's good. Boy, you guys, do you guys have like fun moments? Oh, no, we're like flipping that switch here. So, don't look at me. Don't look. <laughs> so, I mean, oh. we've only been doing this since like February. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it has been the entire beer community just giving us a giant hug. Like, it's just, like, we have been so <laughs> We're like, wait, to- you want to talk about us for free? <laughs> <laughs> Please come here. We'll shower you in beer. <laughs> here, keep drinking. I have, I, my boyfriend and I, we have to get another refrigerator because of how much beer we have. It's awesome but no like everywhere we go people are so cool to us people are like sharing us on their instagrams not just like breweries just like other bloggers and every time now every time we go to a brewery i used to get kind of intimidated when i would walk into a brewery because i'm like oh craft beer it's like you know such a cool guy sort of thing but now anytime i walk in i feel like i'm walking into a group of best friends and it's so 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 much no one has ever made us feel like we're a a new little podcast everyone has embraced us with open arms serious thing right here (laughs) that's true that's true yeah you're the sound guy what's up sound guy yeah yeah vince vince great um so yeah that's overall that's been the best part of it is how embracing everybody's been and like all the, like, I loved beer before I did this, so the fact that people want to share their beer with me, it's like one of the coolest perks <laughs> in win-win. the world. You like, you're like a celebrity. You're a beer celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, VIP invites are coming. Yeah. <laughs> gonna look, I got a wristband and everything. <laughs> they will. I've already turned into kind of a diva. I was just telling Ashley before this, I was like, I wish a blowout salon would sponsor us so I could get some free blowouts. <laughs> 
meanwhile, when meanwhile my redneck ass over here is like, I've never had a blowout in my life. <laughs> and we're all audio. <laughs> I only talk good because of my hair. <laughs> it's so much fun. Love to get a visual. Like, cause some people record also like visually record their podcast. Yeah, I have to get a visual department just to show the blowout sponsors. Yeah, yeah. 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 Get a makeup gal. I'm supporting this. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. Start I'm there for the so, okay, so we have some fun, like, less tell us about your job, break it down questions. Uh, do you want to ask the first one? Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so, um, I came up with this one today, and I think it's pretty funny. Um, if you were a style of beer, what style of beer would you be? Oh, I'm going to go with Imperial Stout. Nice. <laughs> Just, like, assertive. Nice. Full-bodied. <laughs> you know, complex. Changes over time. Sit with it, you learn and understand the depths of the soul. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably too weird. That's a great answer. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much me. Beautiful glass. I'm reevaluating my answer. You gotta take now. me in sips. I'm I'm gonna say something banana. Yeah. <laughs> no, first answer is best answer. Yeah. Well, then I guess to like totally flip it on that. Uh, my the first thing that came to my mind was I'm kind of I like to think of myself as a light logger. Because um, I'm I'm kind of outdoorsy and I like beer that I can drink, uh, like that's crushable beer and that I can take everywhere. And I like to think that I'm like the kind of person that you can just kind of take anywhere and I'll have a good time regardless of where I am. So there you go. Cool answer. A lot less complex. Than just <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a style. Like I want to so bad. But I think I might be more of a goza. I've been yeah. gozing way, like a little too hard, maybe for the past I don't know, two years. Because <laughs> it is, life. yeah, because uh, yeah, it's light, it's refreshing, it's fun. Um, <laughs> but I like stouts too a lot. Um, I, I I can be pretty hearty when I need to be. <laughs> yeah, like don't mess with me. Yeah, <laughs> on occasion. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sassy, so. I like a sour beer, so I think that I'm kind of like that. I'm kind of in your face, but at the same time, I can kind of sit back and relax too. Um, but then I like to give a little punch of flavor, so I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I like that. If you guys could have a beer with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what do you think they drink? What would they drink? Yeah, what, if, if you think you would know. Dan Rather, and he would probably be drinking something hardcore and straight. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Dan Rather. I love it. If you guys, if anyone knows how I can meet him before I die, <laughs> let me know. Right. He's not, he's never dying. <laughs> uh, I would love to have a beer with all the Beatles. Oops, not gonna happen. And I know you said one person, but I can't pick. Is there an entity? Yeah, right. They're their own like. So I, I would love to have a beer with the Beatles, and I I would think that they would probably enjoy some sort of ale because they're all British. But what kind of ale? I don't know. Right. Um, it has to be room temperature, like sort of flat. Yeah, kind of flat. You have to like really like pump it out of the draft. Served with that adorable accent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love to like their brains. I'm going to go with more of a character, actually. Jax from Sons of Anarchy, Charlie Hunnam. Got it. Uh, he's such a badass. <laughs> I mean, honestly, and he looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as far 
that's why you should get out like yeah clothing <laughs> options clothing <laughs> options yeah, yeah very much so <laughs> Uh, I'd love to have a beer with my dad because he's gone and it doesn't. Love it. That's Thank it. you for sharing that. That's really sweet. How do you feel about your answer now, Heather? I'm just kidding. It's like so you're fine. That's really cool. Um, all right, so what's like your guilty pleasure TV shows that you like to watch? Mm-hmm. Right now, The Handmaid's Tale. Ooh, that one is kind of wow. to diet for me. <laughs> Ooh, I need to watch those. Like, yeah, those great. Those sound really good. Funny. We also just finished watching American Vandal. Have any of you seen that? No. Oh, oh, the one on Netflix? Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is the funniest. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's just a, the funniest. It's like a mockumentary about a high school. Oh, that went down. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Is that the one about the penises? Yeah, that's okay. Oh yes. My uh, my favorite trashy show is this show called Jane the Virgin. Yep. Nice. Um, Ultra trashy. I think it's a CW show. Yeah. Um, And the guy who plays one of the main characters is so hot. Nice. Like, he's just so hot. And, and there's this scene of him, he's got his shirt off, and he's holding his baby, and he's like, we're bonding. And I was just like, oh, I want to be a baby. Skin to skin. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. And you know they're just like milking it, right? Because he's yeah. got like, and I'm not really into like huge muscles, but on him it looks great. He's like holding his baby, and it's like, you know, hot guys holding puppies. Yeah. Like yeah. on those like women's porn calendars. It's yeah. kind of yeah. like that. I was like, <laughs> Damn. What was the show? What did you say? Uh, Jane the Virgin. Oh, it's this show about this uh, about this girl who wants to save her virginity for marriage and gets accidentally artificially inseminated. Oh damn! And goes through with the pregnancy, and it's just it's the funniest. Thing. It's <laughs> the funniest show you've ever seen. Like, I've laughed out loud. That's awesome. Half of it's in Spanish, so I feel like it's kind of educational. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I guess I got one to close it on. Now that the it's heating up outside, what is your guys' favorite thing about the summer? When it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My hair yeah. turns real red. That's about the coolest thing. Nice. It turns real red in the summer. I love the summer. I, I love it. being outdoors. <laughs> I'm like super outdoorsy. I run. I swim. I can go finally go swimming in the lake. Yeah. I can do beer outside. We can go hike. Like. I love the outdoors. Nice. Um, so that's too, just not in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the fall and winter. You committed me. You know, you can't wear makeup. You can't do your hair. You can't, I mean, you're gonna sweat to No lotion whatsoever. No, because you'll die the yeah. second you put it on. Like, oh, the second I get out of the shower and dry off, I have to just like do a whole like baby powder shower after that, just to make sure nothing sticks. Or if you like blow dry your hair and you just find yourself sweating. Yep. Like yeah. You're not really blow drying anything. Mm-hmm. You're just adding. Oh, yeah. but, I yeah. completely gave up on that years ago. I gave up on the yeah, hair and the makeup. I'm like, whatever. This is what nature gave me. This is what I'm going to roll with. <laughs> okay, well, since you guys are party poopers, I want to end on a positive question. Damn it. Uh, what color do you guys think you look best in? Peach. Nice, I can see that. Peach. Told you Peach, born and raised. Love it. But you don't like the summer. I don't. <laughs> I still love Georgia. <laughs> I like navy blue, yeah. I'm really into gold and navy blue right now. Nice. 
probably like an olive, kind of like your jacket. Sorry, your podcasters can't see it, but I'm assuming they can imagine it. It's like a camo, not camo, green, military green. Like a forest green? Olive green. I can see a military green, yeah. Oh. Cool. Neutral colors. Yeah, if I could just live in one color all the time and not have to think about it, and sort of go, that's my goal in life, is just to have a closet where I just reach in blind and put something on and then just like go. a cartoon character. Yeah, nice. whatever it is, it's just not important. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Did you guys have any, um, any other things that you wanted to talk about or go over at the moment? This has been fun. Sorry, I was late. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you came from like an hour away. Yeah, Girl, you're yeah. great. And you did it all what without a cell phone. No, thank you for having me. No, thank you. And you got so beer. So you walked in and you were like, I just ran over somebody yeah. outside. Yeah. I got beer. And they all like, yay! Oh, you're going to come late. Don't come empty handed. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, for sure. Awesome. Thank you guys again so much for being here. Thank you so much for coming out. Oh, of course. Our pleasure. Thank you all for listening. If you haven't gotten your tickets to Dames and Dregs Beer Festival, time is running out. Get your tickets at Eventbrite and use the code BITCHBEER at checkout to get $5 off. We'll be on the Atlanta Beer Bus with Dames and Dregs from 1 to 4 this Saturday, August 3rd. Come see us. We'll also be at Monday night's 7th anniversary party this Sunday, August 4th. Hopefully we'll bump into you there. Links for tickets to both events are in the description. We'll be back in two weeks with another lady in beer, and we hope you'll join us. Cheers! Cheers.